Today, we introduce you to Lauren Pastrana. Because Miami is really a small town disguised as a big city, Lauren has known both Janice and Lassie for years from different places. Lauren is a local news anchor, a wife, and a mom of two. We chat with her about unconventional schedules and working for what you want. This is Lauren. Making adult friends is hard. Making adult friends as women is even harder. I'm Lessie. And I'm Janice. Lessie and I have known each other socially for years, but we keep circling back to each other saying we should get together and we never do. I approached Janice about making the time because I've always thought that we'd become friends if we both weren't so busy. So I awkwardly told her that I wanted to become her friend. So we're making the time and we're recording it. This is I Think I Like Her. Welcome to I Think I Like Her. And today we have Lauren Pastrana, who is an anchor at a local news station here in Miami. And we are very excited to chat with her. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I, so are you, are you on the clock right now? So I am at work right now, yes, because I have two options. Either do it at home with a circus going on around me or do it at work <laughs> where it's busy. But I do have, you know, a dinner break after our newscast. And before our late newscast at 11, there is a quiet time usually in the day. And this is it. So it's much better that I do it here from the station in, in a quiet edit bay as opposed to in the circus that is my house. So and like what I, I'm going to ask you questions because I know nothing about your world. What what? When do you sleep? What time do you arrive to work? Like, explain this to me. <laughs> okay, so my life flip turned upside down, you know, referencing uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air here, going back <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, about a year ago. So in May, this is actually post, you know, COVID starting. My life flipped upside down after that. At the end of May, I was promoted to the evening newscast position. So after anchoring the morning newscast for six years, I were five years. Uh, five and a half years, I got moved to the evening newscast. So basically my schedule completely flip-flopped. So I used to wake up at one o'clock in the morning and be done with work by 1.30 in the afternoon. Now I don't go into work until 1.30 in the afternoon or 2.30, depending on what my schedule calls for that day. But I mean, we have kids, so I wish I could sleep until noon, but that, <laughs> that obviously <laughs> does not happen. So I wake up usually 6.45 so I can, you know, get lunch made for my son, get him ready for school, get the baby going in the morning. And, you know, the day the day begins from there. But I usually don't get in until 1.30 or 2.30 to work. And then I'm here until 11.35 at night when our newscast ends. Wow. But I do get dinner breaks. And most of those nights I do try to go home it is 12 minutes from my desk to my front door. So, <laughs> so I, I have it timed out. And most nights, or at least a few nights a week, I do try to go home for dinner so I could see my son because I, I don't get to see him as much because he's at school in the time where I am home. And But it's been nice because I get a lot of quality time with my daughter at that time. So she's getting that one-on-one -on -one attention, even though she's the second child. So it worked out. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. 
it it I'm, sounds like a lot and and I'm it, it is I mean I'm not downplaying it but the morning shift let me tell you that was a whole different beast of a shift and it was I was on three to four hours of sleep every day it's just not a way to live <laughs> it was not a way to function I was a very uh, grumpy person a lot of the time <laughs> so this night shift a lot of people are like oh my gosh but you know it's so late at night. And it's like, well, the alternative was really early in the morning because otherwise right. the shift, the, the nine to six, yeah, that sounds normal, but really then I don't see anybody at all. You know? Right. So yeah, it, that makes just sense. Kind of, for me, this really is what I have dreamed of for a very long time, not just professionally, because this is the role that I wanted, but also schedule wise, I am content my my body is functioning normally once again <laughs> and and my kids are happy and, and cared for they get to spend plenty of quality time with my husband and with my in-laws and with my parents so everyone is good so it seems like you've struck a pretty good balance and you found something that works for all of you which is yeah which I, I guess mean, is the most important thing. You know? Exactly. I, I mean, it, it might not be for everybody. I know, I'm sure there's a lot of people who can't imagine not being there to have dinner every night and tuck in their kids every night. Right. Um, there were there are other people who couldn't imagine being there in the not being there in the mornings. And that's how I was at first. My son, every morning when he woke up, I wasn't there. And to take him to school, I wasn't there to drop him off. So I, I miss those moments. Now I get to be there for drop off, but I don't always get to be there for, for pickup or most days I don't get to be right. there for pickup or for, for bedtime and things like that. Luckily though, with technology and he's at an age now too, where my husband all FaceTime, my husband and my husband will just hand him the phone and my, my son and I will just have a full on <laughs> conversation on FaceTime and, and that'll all work out for us. And, and yeah. that is what works for me. Will it work for everyone? No, but that's the beauty of everyone getting to do whatever makes them happy. Exactly. Exactly. Honestly, that's really cool. I mean, I I understood how it worked, but even just, I, I guess, <laughs> as a mom, understanding that, like, what your day looks like is just so vastly different from my day. Mm -hmm. But I would argue we're each getting or giving our kids what we need, right? Like, it's it sounds like it. And that's very mm -hmm. cool that you've been able to figure it out. And by the way, and like, in the market that is Miami, which I'm sure that in and of itself was like a beast, right? Like it's not, that, you know. That was the dream. I mean, in, in television terms, their market sizes, the, the bigger the city, the bigger the market size, the harder it is to get a job. Miami is in a top 20 market. So you learn in college, like, oh, those jobs are really hard to come by. Uh, it's not, obviously it's not impossible because I, I did it <laughs> and I have lots of other friends who have done it too, but they definitely sort of put the fear in us in college. I had one professor who said, who here wants to be an anchor and half the class, you know, raised their hands. Other people mm. wanted to be producers and stuff. He's like, well, some of you might as well just jump off a boat because that's the only anchor you'll ever be. Ooh, and I was wow. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy. So like, way, to, way to crush our dreams on day one, right? So wow. I was like, I'll show him. And <laughs> look, there we go. But yeah, it was definitely a process. I, I did go and work in Fort Myers for a couple of years which was a medium size market, but not too far. But a lot of people don't know or, or don't realize that at the time that I went to Fort Myers, my husband and I were already married. So he lived here and I live there. And we drove across Alligator Alley every wow. weekend to see each other. Um, so it was definitely a sacrifice, but I 
he knew what I wanted to do from when we started dating when I was 16 years old. So he was on board and he's like, you make it happen. You do what you got to do. If that means moving somewhere else to get another job, we'll figure it out. And that's what we did. So I was very glad when I was able to come back here because that driving back and forth was insane. <laughs> but and then coming back here, nothing was guaranteed either. I left my job in TV in Fort Myers and didn't have a job lined up here in Miami for TV. I had a radio job lined up, which was fine, but it, it definitely wasn't the goal. Right. So, but I just, you know, I kept on going. And within a month of being back, I got an offer to freelance here at the station where I currently work. And then nine years later, I'm still here and I've gone from freelance reporter to reporter to morning anchor to evening anchor. So, and all while still having, you know, that, that illustrious work-life balance that everyone calls for, <laughs> which really does not exist. There is no balance. It's never 50-50. It's always, you know, sometimes it's 80-20. Sometimes it's like 99 to 1. It really just depends <laughs> yeah. on yeah. what's going on in your life at yeah. that moment. But, you know, I've been blessed with a very supportive partner, supportive parents. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what I would do without my, my mom and dad and my in-laws as well. I'm very lucky that I'm very close to them. And, and like today, I just called my mother-in-law just to say hi. And she's like, is everything okay? I'm like, no, just saying hi. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay, okay, just making sure. She's like, I'm making food for the baby. And it's just, it's things like that. that just yeah. like I have my whole village around me. So yeah. even if I can't be with them at all times, I know they are not feeling any shortage of affection at any time. Yeah. But that's awesome. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, girl, sounds like you're living the dream. <laughs> But there's two things, there's two things that I, I like picked up from that whole thing. One is, yes, you have an amazing village. Um, and two, success doesn't happen overnight. Like you put in that, like you have gone putting in the work and you took baby steps and you, you know, you, you climbed the proverbial ladder to get to where you wanted to be. Um, and I think yes. that, I think that that's something really important to highlight because, so many people see like, wow, she's an anchor, but they don't realize like that you did live apart from your husband for however long you were working in Fort Myers and he was here. Yeah, it was a lot of sacrifices along the way. Oh, sorry about that. My ring doorbell <laughs> just started making noise. I don't know if you guys hear that. Sorry. No, that's okay. You can't, you can't hear it on your end? Okay, sorry about that. No. Um, so, so there's definitely been a lot of sacrifices along the way. Um, for me, the two years in Fort Myers was obviously very tough because the entire time that I was there, I kept thinking, is this going to be worth it in the end? Right. Is this going to get me to that goal or did I just spend two years here for no reason? So mm -hmm. that was always something in the back of my mind that just stressed me out. And then when I decided to leave there to come back to Miami with only, and I say only, you can't see me, but with like quotation marks around it for only a radio job, because really it was, it's a Miami radio station. I was doing morning drive, anchoring the news. Like it wasn't a little job. It was, you know, some, a job that people aspire to as well. Um, I was thinking like, was this all for nothing? And then after a month of being here and being offered that part-time, that freelance position, which was supposed to be part-time. So I was, I was anchoring the mornings in radio. So my shift there was four in the morning until 1230 in the afternoon. And then I was supposed to just do 
weekend mornings at the TV station, you know, just sort of like a fun reporter highlighting the events of the weekend, two days a week, nothing major. But when I came in to train, it was an evening, I think it was a Wednesday night that I came in to train because I worked in the morning during the week at the radio station. And the next day they said, oh, here, do this story at night. (sighs) So I began for nine months. I did five days a week at the radio station from four in the morning until 1230. And then five days a week at the TV station from 2.30 in the afternoon to 1130 at night. Wow. So... Yeah. (laughs) Some of those days were, so three of the days overlapped Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays were my overlap days. And then um, Saturday, Sunday, I worked only at the TV station at night. And then uh, Monday and Tuesday, I work only at the radio station in the morning. But when people sort of complain sometimes like, oh man, I've worked 12 days straight. It's so tough in my head. I I bite my tongue because it's so annoying probably when I say (laughs) it, but there was a stretch that I did 75 days without a day off. Jeez. I did that. Granted, this was without children. This was pre-children, obviously. <laughs> I could not do that now. Um, but yeah, I look back on it now and I think, wow, I was insane. Why would I do such a thing? But in the end, it it got me to where I wanted to be. I right. I, I think I more than proved myself to my, my boss, uh, who's, who's no longer here at the station, but the one who hired me and officially... Um, by putting in that work. And finally, when I stopped working at the radio station, she's like, finally, you're not doing that anymore. I'm like, finally, (laughs) I only didn't do it because I wasn't full time, quote unquote, here at the station. I even though I was working 40 hours a week, I was still considered a per diem reporter. And in this business, it's all about signing a contract. Right. You, you, you want that contract. You want that thing that says, okay, you're here for, for three years. Here's what we're going to give you. Here's what's going on. So right. until they would give me that, which obviously came, you know, with health insurance and all the extra goodies, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not leaving this other job. So, so I did both for a very, very long time, um, <laughs> like nine months, which looking back isn't that long now, but it was an eternity <laughs> at the time. And I mean, that's it's a an long entire time pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, for moms, it is a long time. Okay. It does feel like forever when it's nine months, but I mean, it sounds I, like you Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say as crazy as it sounds. And if I, I could say, yes, I wish it had been a little easier, but I wouldn't have changed it because I learned so much and I grew so much. And I, I feel like I, I, uh, what's the, the phrase I'm looking for here, but I proved myself to other people. Right. And I and I know that seeking others validation is not what we're going for here, but in this business specifically, there's sort of a of a stigma attached to younger reporters like that we didn't pay our dues and that we didn't do enough to get here. Right. And I feel like for the most part from older uh, well-respected reporters and journalists in this market, they they saw me, they knew me, they knew what I was doing and they were like, "Oh yeah, Lauren, we respect her. She's doing her thing. She's yeah. cool." <laughs> Well, I mean, you you earn the right to be an under undercover judger. It sounds like you can. <laughs> you can. No. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. None of us are judges. Well, obviously. I will. <laughs> it's funny that you say that, and I, this will sound terrible, but sometimes when I do hear, I'm a millennial. Okay, I will say that. I'm 34 <laughs> years old, so technically I'm a millennial. But sometimes I will hear people say like, oh my gosh, but I don't want to go to work because X, Y, and Z, and I'm just tired and this, that, and the other. I'm like, oh, millennials. Like they don't want to <laughs> do the work. And I'm yeah. like, oh, wait, I'm a millennial too. But like I when I wanted it, and I mean, I still want it, but when I had that, that hunger, I was willing to do everything yeah. it took. Like, yeah, I've been yeah. working every day and, and working 20 hour days, I was willing to do it. Now I don't uh, recommend that to everyone. And I totally don't think that everyone should be doing that because I've learned along the way that you do need to protect your, your piece that no is a complete sentence. You don't yeah. need to say anything else after that when asked to do something. Um, but it was definitely not always my go-to. It was always like, I can't, but let me figure out a way to do it anyway. And, and I've learned over time that eh, maybe I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> well, and maybe it was the time and the place, right? Like maybe exactly. now it's just not conducive to your lifestyle, but at the time you were hustling and I mean, not that you're not now, you're probably hustling in a very different way, but exactly. It's been yeah. different. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's different, but I, okay. So burning question, Janice might know the answer to this and I almost feel dumb asking, but like, Ooh. do you, do you dress yourself? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I do dress myself. Um, thankful I just for inquiring minds want to know. Like, uh, don't, you know, you may think it's a silly question, but it is probably one of the most often asked questions is who does my hair and makeup and who dresses me? And it's like, I do all of that. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I pick out my own clothes. So some days it's a cute outfit and some days it just misses the mark. And our viewers will let me know it by <laughs> sending me really nice emails about some of the things I wear. <laughs> and it used to be, um, I recently lost a little bit of weight and it used to be um, one viewer would email me saying that I look like a football player and that how dare I wear X, Y, or Z when it made me look so huge and blah, blah, blah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And Are now it's changed. I, I kid you not. I kid you not. This one viewer used to comment, not just to me personally in emails and like direct messages, but on like Facebook posts that I would post. He'd say like, I look like a football player. And I was just like, what? Like, what do you even say to that? And, you know, we are trained to not engage and to try to be very respectful. So everything I would always reply, thanks so much for watching. Because if he's commenting on what I'm wearing, that means he is watching me. So that's all that matters. So, but, but now there's a whole other host of comments. I know it's crazy, but I, you know, I always extra sugary sweet I say thank you so much for watching I appreciate your feedback I'll keep that in mind <laughs> and I move on and then there are some people now who say like stop losing weight you're too this you're too oh, that and, and they'll comment and you know it's just interesting I'm like what about the stories we did what yeah. do you feel about like the content of the newscast because one email came on a day where I particularly like I butchered a name I messed up something and there was no comment about how I totally messed up a story but the comment was about like this blue dress I had on and that I looked like I was going to the prom 
and oh, then I looked Lord. bad and I was just like oh, okay so but again I said like thank you so much for watching and the response was you really should buy a full-length mirror <laughs> I said okay oh, I'm done responding to this one <laughs> I'm a little bit record. shocked by this Oh, for the, yeah, no, for the record, you have never looked like a football player. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know, the camera adds weight and I am totally fine with it. <laughs> it just is what it is. But, I mean, we Some don't have people. to like get into like a body conversation, but like you're petite. You're like, yeah, a, well, you're like a... <laughs> I, yeah. So, I mean, everyone's body is different. I um, opted late last year to just start eating a little bit better. I was eating really bad. And a lot of that had to do with the the schedule that I was on in the morning and just always going for convenience. And just the first fast food close by, we're right next to uh, a Sergio's and a Starbucks and a Dunkin' Donuts and a McDonald's and all these things. So when we get off the air at 7am, and I was just like, feed me now. It was always like, you know, I was making not the best choices. So now I'm just eating a, a little bit healthier. And I can honestly say I feel physically better and that's all that it was about to me just about feeling better not feeling so like sluggish all the time yeah, and all that so yeah. so that's what, and it's kind of trickled down my son is trying more foods now my husband's eating more of the things that I make my daughter eats everything I make which is the best I'm just like <laughs> here are the vegetables I'm eating so this is what you get today too um so but yeah I, I would be lying if I didn't admit that those comments hurt I mean I'm human anytime you see one of those nasty messages and it could be behind 20 nice messages I can get 20 emails about you know what a great story or this was awesome or we love watching you and then that one email about someone who says I look like a football player will really put a damper on the rest of my night of course that's the one that sticks out Exactly. So I have created in my email inbox, I have a like the subcategories and one of them, it's called smile. So anytime Mm -hmm. I get a nice email, I drag that into my smile folder. Mm -hmm. So when I get a nasty one that I delete after (laughs) replying to it, I go back to my smile folder and I kind of, you know, fluff up my confidence a little bit because at the end of the day we have to go back on tv like after someone criticizes you for what you're wearing you then have to go back on tv wearing it you're like oh geez this kind of yeah and one day I actually did change after the person commented because I was just so in my head about it not proud of that but I did after our our 5 6 and 7 p.m newscast I changed for Leah that's a completely human response to people that are inhumane frankly yeah I mean, let's just talk about the choice of sport. A football player. Come on. <laughs> like, they could have thrown at you like a gymnast. Right. Yeah, right? I know, right? Like that swimmer. Strong. No. Just, no. you know, football but player. Football player. Well, that's dumb. You know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit heated about this. this is, <laughs> that just, one was actually a like a long time ago, and it's still the one that sticks out to me the most, even of all the other ones I've gotten along the way, which there have been other not nice ones. But for some reason, the, the reference to comparing me to a football player is just one that I will never forget. <laughs> well, and I think that we all... <laughs> And I say we, but I'll just speak for myself. I have gotten better about this. As everyone that listens knows, I am actively trying to not judge people and keep things to myself. (laughs) So, like, let's say I'm watching the news or whatever. I'm somewhere. And I don't like something that somebody is wearing. Even at my worst state, I never verbalized it. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's really the thing that gets me sometimes is I think, okay, this person was watching and either, you know, they had their phone in their hand or their iPad, or they got up and walked to their computer to sit down and look up my email address 
Yeah. And then write a mean wild. thing to me. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I get it. If we if we mess up a story or if we did something that, you know, that you want to make sure that your voice is heard. That's what we're here for. We're here to make sure that, you know, everyone feels like their voice is, is heard, that we're telling the stories of the community. If we left something out or if we, whatever, things like that, I'm, I'm all for it. Please keep emailing me. But right. for something like what I'm wearing or you didn't like my shade of lipstick, it's like, really? You just emailed me to tell me that? Like, <laughs> well, I okay. really hope that after this episode, our listeners take the time to just like bombard you with compliments just Aww. for like, <laughs> just for like, my fun. email is lpastrana. <laughs> and tell me that I'm pretty. I'll take it. There we go. I will take it. I will take it. But, I mean, but- yes. To answer your question, I dress myself. I pick out my own clothes, courtesy of uh, Rent the Runway, which I think newscasters kept Rent the Runway in business throughout this pandemic because we still, yeah, we still rented dresses the whole time while no one was going out or going anywhere. We were still renting up a storm. So um, that's so smart. But wait, you can double wear outfits, right? So. Yes, you can double wear like the dress I'm wearing today. I've worn it before, but I try not to double wear like close together. So this I can remember. Okay, this is going to sound crazy, but I know that I wore this particular dress on the day we were covering a tropical storm. So that means I haven't worn this dress since last fall, last hurricane season. <laughs> but this is how I remember these things. So I'm like, okay, I could wear this. It's been enough time. Right. I could, you know, recycle this one and use it again. But with Rent the Runway, especially with the unlimited program that they that they had I don't even think I think they're like phasing it out or something but you could rent four four dresses at a time and we wear them one two three four right back right. to back and we stick it right in the FedEx box that same day we're practically taking the dress off as we walk out of the building so we could send it back and get a new batch of dresses as quickly as possible but the funny thing is if you watch all the different stations you will see all the different female anchors wearing the same dresses because we're all renting from Runway. <laughs> That's really and funny. In, in TV, they really prefer that you wear, um, you know, bright, solid colors. So like right. every solid dress ever made has been worn by every anchor <laughs> in Miami. We're changing it up now. We're getting a little more creative with some prints and, you know, because everyone's working from home. So it's like, who's going to tell us we can't? We're going to wear whatever we want. And that's it. <laughs> and then we get mean emails from viewers. <laughs> I like your Girl. pantsuits. I love the pantsuits. I'm so glad they're back. I'm kind of mad yeah. that I gave away so many from when I was first reporting. And I was looking back at my resume tape from when I worked in Fort Myers. Granted, some of those suits were like, super tacky like the lapels were really like long like wide like all the way out to my shoulder blades and they were like gray pinstripe like not cute they were very like you know corporate serious yeah. yes and I was like a 22 year old wearing these like oversized suits <laughs> with like so much jewelry so it was like costume jewelry I'm like what were you wearing this yes a viewer should have emailed me to criticize these outfits well that was terrible. in though no no, yeah, no I was in. I but it looked like a little girl playing dress up in her mom's suit it's so it's like it's comical <laughs> to me to watch but what's really funny now is when I wear a suit and if I go home for dinner and Jordan will see me in my suit he'll be like mom you're wearing your CEO costume uh, <laughs> stop yes, really I yes I am yes I am I'm the that CEO of your life there you go <laughs> don't you forget it so Janice how do you well I know that you know her 
and I think you know that I know her too. But but how I don't know how. Like how do you know her? So Lauren and I met. I actually went to school with her husband since I was like four years old. <laughs> same year. Yes, same year. Okay. Um, but we met. Wasn't it at a baby shower? At a baby shower. Yes. yes. That's we met at a baby shower. We sat. We sat like right across from each other, and we spent and, and we talked a lot that day. Um, and I think ever since then, we've just kind of you know via social media and stuff. Um, like you it's and crazy. I. <laughs> it's crazy how social media feel makes you feel like okay. So Janice, that I've met, I think it's just that one time in person. I maybe have seen you at other maybe little yeah maybe a couple times yeah. But I feel like you know we're friends because I know your life yeah. from social media. Yeah. Not that I know your life, but you know you get that feeling <laughs> yeah. that you do when, when you really don't. But yeah. like, that that is kind of like oh yeah, my friend Janice, she's a photographer and a blogger and a podcaster. Like, <laughs> and they're like, who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm well, like, I mean, I, I'm always yeah. like, I know her. I'm friends with her, and I'll, and yeah. I'll like turn on the news, and I'm like, oh look, Eddie, it's Lauren. He's like, uh, I know. <laughs> That's happened to me. Well, I now, um, I guess we're at the age like I know a lot of reporters, um, and anchors, and just people that I happen to go to school with, or people that whatever that mm-hmm. I know. Well, let me well, jump in because you have a yeah. lot of girls who went to your school who became newscasters. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, I know so many, but like when when it all started out, I would tell my husband like, "Oh, I know her." No, you don't. No, you don't. I, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I know her. Like, why are you telling me I don't know her? And then it started just happening more and more to the point that I'm like, I need you to understand. I actually know these people. <laughs> I know them first and last name. I sat next to them in classes. I understand they're not celebrities. I'm not telling you this to make me sound cool. I'm just telling you a fact. Yeah. I know who these people are. <laughs> yeah, the high school. Are you referring to Lourdes or UM? Yes. Well, I'm referring to Lourdes specifically okay. because I could think yeah. of like three off the top of, no, four maybe off the top of my head when yeah. I went to Lourdes. No, there's um, a lot of lords, but then I also met quite a few at UM because they had the bo- broadcasting journalism yeah. program. Yeah, or I'm sure they still do. And yeah. um, I knew a lot of people that went from there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I know so many people on TV. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, man. It, well, if that's, the, deal, if, that's but... the, if that's the threshold for cool, then I am super you're like the coolest Lauren you're you're like the ultimate cool girl you're so cool no and then I know her because well I don't let's be honest I so my sisters mm-hmm. and I don't know which one I'm assuming my old my well the older was, of the two Dottie the middle Dottie, one. yeah mm-hmm. you guys danced ballet yeah. together so we did ballet oh. together I think I think she may have been so in ballet we went by color flowers and I think she was one color flower, like below me. So if I was in rose, she was in light pink or something like that. Okay. <laughs> it's like going, sister, going way back. <laughs> like your older sister is, is my age or a year older than me? So my sister is Janice and my husband's age. So she graduated. Okay. Okay. Three, so that, okay. That okay. Yeah. So I knew, so I knew that you guys danced together and then mm-hmm. our moms knew each other, but I don't know if that's aside from ballet or that was just like ballet moms that know each other I think um, that 
I think it may just be a ballet moms who know okay. each other thing. Because you know they used to like sit there in the lobby and watch through the window and all yeah, that Yeah, I was watching because so, like... I didn't have any interest in ballet, but I knew <laughs> who you guys were. And then we really never saw each other ever, but I knew who you were. And then you reached out to me, I think, or... So I think How did what that happened. Happen? Okay, so get, so I've interviewed both of you for stories yes. related to to parenting, which is funny. Yes. Um, oh, wait, I didn't so, know that, Janice. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I interviewed Janice during uh, the the pandemic for an interview yeah. about telehealth, um, and then I interviewed uh, Leslie. Uh, this was like years ago already. It was a story about. Um, yep. reducing screen time for children and how like limiting the iPad time helps with their behavior and all these things like that. So I can't remember, I think I must have put a, a something out on social media, like, hey, does anyone know, Do you know someone? Where you or... did that? You might have done that in, in that face group, Facebook group. Oh, and like a well, Facebook mom. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, I, I think that is where I did it. Exactly. And I said, well, do you want to be on camera? <laughs> oh, I was like, sure. Like, I mean, <laughs> nobody here can deny, like, I like a microphone. But I mean, this was like, oh, this was a whole different thing. And it was, you came to my house with yes. your camera guy. And then I had my twins who still weren't walking. They like, were little. They were babies. Baby babies. Like, yeah. And then yeah. you're there interviewing me with my three under three. And I remember just like the people that watched it were like you really just look like you had it all together I'm like that's <laughs> do you like I told you I'd make you look good right I'm like well you did but I'm like guys this was like two minute snippet of my life that it took me four hours to prepare for like I had to and not because of what I was gonna say it was the way I had to look like <laughs> Oh my god! Hair guys. done, like, actually dressed. No, yes, but and then that—that's the last time I see I saw you. Yeah, that was the last time I saw you in person, and I think, like I said, Janice, the last time I saw was at that baby shower, <laughs> and that baby is now four or five years old. Yeah, yeah. So he, I think he's four. I think he's four. So, no, you he's know, five. He's, he's five. Oh my yeah. god! There you go. I think so. so. Or he's turning know. five this summer. Soon. Well, yeah. no, what, what I kind of like about this then is like, again, going with the theme of like the whole point of why we're doing this mm-hmm. is like, we we just had a full, I mean, I'm not even looking at the time, but we've just had a full conversation and it feels totally normal. But like, I've only seen you once in my life as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, right? Well, I have to give a shout out to the podcast because on the, I think it was the second episode, I I posted like a screenshot of your, your title, like, you know, what it looks like on Apple Podcasts. And I put it into my stories and I put something like so relatable. And a friend of mine, I, 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 again, I'm using, you can't see me, but I'm using quotes. <laughs> not to say that she's not my friend. I mean, I like her, but like, it's again, one of those situations where we see each other so rarely she reached out to me and she says, oh my gosh, yes. Like, it's so hard to like make friends and to put yourself out there, like at this stage in the game, whatever. So I said, you know what? Let's make a deal. Let's go have lunch together. And after a couple of rescheduled, my- I have never gone to eat lunch with her ever, ever. <sighs> but we did because of the two of you. So there you go. And she's also uh-huh. another, she's a news anchor at another station. So there you go. Another one is listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> another celebrity, Janine. Another celebrity. <laughs> and a celebrity Lourdes. 
student as well. So there you go. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. So many connections. So many. Um, whatever. It's just true. And I'm smiling like an idiot in my closet because <laughs> it's, well, I mean, I guess I've done that many times in my closet like an idiot with Janice. But I'm, I'm smiling because it's it's like reaffirming kind of like our sentiment and our belief that like you just have to make the effort and not that there's any time for this like Janice and I are not pretending that we have all the time in the world to like (laughs) cultivate this friendship but but like this has been so nice because really the resounding like link here or message is that everyone wants more connection but no one has time for connection Mm -hmm. so some people are just nervous to put themselves out there to ask yes. for it because they kind of feel bad admitting hey I, I want another friend like I'm cool do you want to come hang out with <laughs> yeah. me it's definitely something hard to admit and especially for for people I mean I I will tell you that I am not you know an extrovert even though in this job people might think oh you must be so out there for putting yourself on tv and in front of the camera and you could speak in in public I'm like yeah but that's not at all what it means at least to me to be extroverted to me that's when you're you put yourself out there like in more of a in a way to connect actually with people and that to me is very very hard it really is so putting myself out there to just even like I said to reach out to that one friend and be like let's have lunch and let's actually do it not say hey let's link up sometime and then never actually go to lunch we stayed on top of it and we we went through with it and I hope we do it again and I need to put it to myself to keep doing that with other people because it was a nice day I mean it's not you're not committing to marriage here it's just lunch no well and that's the point right like it's not you know when we say like oh, making the time to like build a friendship, it doesn't necessarily mean like your best friend forever. Exactly. It's just connecting with other people that I add some difference or, or, or add something to your life that life, life can be complicated and boring people at the same mm-hmm. time. And I feel like sometimes we get into the same conversation with the same people And when you take the time to like chit chat or go to lunch or do something with someone new, Mm -hmm. it's fun because you're, it's like you're on a first date. Like, yeah. yeah. And it kind of gives you like a little adrenaline rush. Like the rest of that day, as as cheesy as it sounds, it's like, oh, it was a great day today. What'd you do today? Oh, I had lunch with a friend. It was awesome. Like it just kind (laughs) of puts a little pep in your step, unless the lunch is terrible and then whatever. But it wasn't, (laughs) luckily. Luckily, when you actually like the person, it's okay. Well, and that's possible too, right? Like you can like reach out to someone or I did have someone and I, maybe I mentioned it earlier and I think I told Janice, someone had reached out to me that they had reached out to someone that they didn't know at all, but thought that they like looked up to or thought they were cool or, and, and that's not the terms that she used. Those are my words. <laughs> she used far more mature verbiage, but she's like, Oh, I reached out to someone and, and they never responded. Aww. And she's like, I felt so weird. And I'm like, I hear you, but I just want to be your cheerleader right now because like you did the hardest part. Yeah. And now you know you can do it and someone eventually and I'm not saying like throw a fishing line out there like someone be my friend (laughs) I just mean like you're gonna run into someone that you're gonna be like oh wait a second like yes like we should we really should like meet or connect or whatever 
I have a, a situation kind of like that where someone had mentioned, you know, totally one of those offhanded comments of like, we should get coffee sometime. And I responded with, sure, when? Like, let's plan it. <laughs> and <laughs> then, then I never heard back. <laughs> then it was like, maybe <laughs> but then, you know, a few weeks later after that awkwardness has died down, then they start, you know, I post a story and they'll do the little like emoji reaction to it. I'm like, I know you see me. <laughs> you see me. <laughs> and you just don't want to respond. It's cool. We don't have to go have coffee. Right. But it's like, <laughs> they said it because sometimes you just look for a way to fill, fill the void kind of like it's someone you haven't talked to in a while. You say, hey, long time no talk. We should get together. And then when that other person says, okay, let's get together, you're kind of caught off guard. I mean, don't use the phrase unless you mean it, people. Right. I know, I know. Like, and if you're going to... Words matter. You, well, words matter. <laughs> and if you're going to initiate it, I mean, I think you should follow, follow through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Absolutely. at least have the intention to follow through. Yeah. At least try. All right. So, Janice, do you want to ask Lauren, even though she already knows, because we at least gave her some pre-interview questions. Um, do you want to ask her our, our Spitfire questions? Yes, so the Duke or Anthony Bridgerton? Okay, so all honesty, I have never seen Bridgerton. Uh, <laughs> but boring. because I am boring. a true journalist who does my research, I would say the Duke because he he looks good. The Duke looks good, but he's not coming back next season. No, right? he's I, not. I'm telling you, this is what Lauren. I found out in my Lauren. reading, even though I haven't watched the show. Lauren, Lauren, I just I just have a simple question. Do you, do you like sex? I do, I do. So do I have to watch Bridgerton? Of course. <laughs> do do you like period pieces where they speak in British accents? Uh, I guess oh, so. Oh no, oh, Lauren. No. Re- but Lauren reads a lot. I'm a reader. I'm oh, a reader. so just read Bridgerton. Yeah. I, I could I could do that. Maybe yeah. I'll do it that way. I just I okay. So the other day I posted that I finally binge watched a show that I watched WandaVision. And I said, but please, no spoilers. I haven't watched the last episode. And I still haven't watched the last episode <laughs> because I could never, I know that sounds silly. Like I don't have the time. Yes, we all have time for the things that we want to prioritize in our lives. But really like when I do have time, it's like, oh, that's not what I want to do right now. I want to yeah. use my time to read a book or to just, you know, sit with my eyes closed, staring at like on the, <laughs> like on the couch with my head, my eyes closed, like looking up at the ceiling while the chaos ensues around me. Like I don't want to be watching the TV or having to think about anything. So I still haven't even finished that series that I thought I had gotten super into, but I haven't even found the energy to finish it. I now feel like you're a better person. No, 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 no. You know what? Don't, don't cloud your brain with the nonsense. It sounds (laughs) like, it really sounds like you're doing okay. And I'm curious though. I am curious to know what all the the hoopla is about. So when I looked him up, I was like, Ooh, okay. But then I read that he's not coming back for season two. I'm like, okay, so then who, who, why is anyone watching this? I don't even know if it's really about the Duke of Hastings or if it's just about the whole thing. I don't know, but you know what, Lauren? But is it like when you say, when you say, you know, it's, it's, it's steamy. Is it like 50 shades steamy or is it like just, you know, an intense love affair? Cause I'm picturing kind of like a, a sexier version of Pride and I just Prejudice. love that you're asking of the Pride and Prejudice. Everyone knows about it. But... <laughs> I'm the only one who doesn't know. But I'm picturing like, you know, Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet or something like from from Pride and Prejudice. So it's it's not that, right? It's not that's very chaste and boring. No. I mean it's, no. it's steamy. Okay. 
Yeah, it's definitely steamy. Like, okay. I, like when my parents told me that they listened to the episode where we talked about it, like I blushed and I was like, oh, gosh. oh, oh I can't believe it. Like, I, I mean, and we didn't say anything bad, but I, but I was like, oh, oh. well, Janice, no, no, no. <laughs> My, my love, you you blushed not because you watch Bridgerton. You blushed because they acknowledged that they listened to an episode in which well, yes. we were a little bit more forthcoming with our. Well, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Bridgerton. Well, you, you won't blush watching it. Uh, oh no. You okay. Blush. It depends on who you I are. I don't know. If, I if probably I, I blushed even... watching it. <laughs> I, I don't that. know. Stuff like that doesn't <laughs> usually make me blush. But I also read. I mean, just because I don't watch things, we read things that are you could that yeah. might make some people blush. But to me, it's yeah. just like okay, keep going. <laughs> you might you might, you might enjoy the books, and they're like I gotta easy check reads. it out. I'm so yeah. sorry. This is a lot of conversation about this. No, but I just but now it's, I'm curious. <laughs> good. We still <laughs> I'm intrigued. All right. And if you want to just watch one particular episode and we can get you the time specific, you know, <laughs> we can. I mean, as long as you watch like I Burn for You, like then you're fine. Yeah. That's the name of an episode? No. That's oh, one thing. <laughs> like it's a line that oh. he says and it's basically that's all okay. you really need to know. Yeah, All right. Like the undoing of everybody. I can look that up on, oh, the undoing. Okay. <laughs> I can look it up on YouTube. My my curiosity is peaked. Wait, that's what the episode is called, the undoing? No, no I'm I don't know. Saying, no. no, I said it. I just said it's like, when he says that, that's like oh. the undoing of everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, oh, I just, for a second, I was like, what a great name for an episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> We digress, as usual. Um. Wait, okay, so introvert, extrovert, you're sure obviously an introvert, which is not obvious, but fine, I'll accept well, your answer. Let me, let me elaborate a little bit on that. So I've done a lot of, as dorky as it sounds, a lot of reading on, you know, the introvert versus the extrovert and, and the, the misconception that like all extroverts are just, you know, like all like, oh my God, party and people and have to be surrounded by lots of people all the time. To me, it's I could be surrounded by a lot of people and still have a good time. But when I want to recharge, I like to be just me. Like in order to build, to fill my cup back up, I need to be alone. But some people get that, you know, refill by being around people. And that to me is an extrovert, at least, you know, based on what I've read, because I've also been like, but shouldn't I be an extrovert? What is wrong with me? (laughs) How could I want to be on camera and, and, you know, want to, to talk to crowds? But then I think about the fact that, yeah, I, I put myself out there for people, but I'm really just looking at a camera. And now with modern technology, there's not even someone standing on the other side of the camera. It's just right. like a, a camera. Like a robotic. So it's like, I'm not exactly, it's robotic. Yeah. So I'm not even, in our studio, it's just me and my co-anchor. So it's not like, you know, I'm putting on a show for, for the masses or anything. So I, I really do consider myself an introvert. I do. I mean, I believe I you. I'm accepting the answer. <laughs> And it's also I, not your personal life. You're not, you're like, you're not putting your, you're, you're putting your persona out there, but you're not putting like your personal, like, like your life out there. Yeah. You're reporting, you're reporting the news. You're talking about other people's lives and, yeah. you know, current and, events. And, and I'm really strict 
with myself about that, like not injecting myself into to stories and not giving my opinion. And and there will be some journalists who will, it'll be clear sort of where they stand on certain things. And I just like, don't, because I'm like, no, when I, when I need that, I I look within and I, you know, have my, my close family and friends and, and that's it for me. Yeah. Are you organized or messy? So my husband would tell you <laughs> that I'm not <laughs> that organized because he is more organized than I am, but I don't think I'm messy at all. I, I have, you know, I know where everything is and where it belongs and everything has its place. <laughs> now in the moment when I'm doing things, things around me could get messy, but I can't, you know, go to bed or leave my house or whatever, unless it's, it's tidied back up. And like my desk at work is the most, or- one of the most organized, I would say, in the station. Granted, not many people are working from here right now, but like everything at my desk is 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 nice and neat. It all has its little spot. So I would yeah. say I'm, I'm in between, but more organized than messy. My husband's gonna say that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no, it is true because I, I, I identify with that too. So I, like everything you said, I'm like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, messy is. I mean, there's messy and there's organized and you don't have to be like, you know, the container store organized, but that doesn't I, mean you're not organized. Well, right. I, cause I think sometimes with messy people think, even though it's not the case, you think dirty, right? Like, dirty and messy are not the same thing. No, <laughs> it's like, no, just because, you know, my kitchen is a mess doesn't mean it's dirty. It's exactly. messy for the moment because I was just, you know, making stuff or emptying out the dishwasher or whatever the case may be. But trust, it will get picked up by the right. time I, I need to leave the house or by the time I go to bed. I can't go to bed with a mess really anywhere. No, yeah, I'm that too. <laughs> okay. But yeah, then... definitely not container store level of organized either. <laughs> I mean, that's a dream. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I would love to be that. One of our other guests is that. Um, oh wow! We talked about house. well. <laughs> actually, we're gonna have. I mention it. There's gonna be two guests that are probably container store oh, yeah. organized. But <laughs> anyway, um, okay, and we'll wrap up with our last question. Janice, do you remember? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> Some days I do, some days I don't. Um, it okay. So, Lauren, mm-hmm. what what is your or do you have or you can phrase the question however you'd like? Self care. What is self care like for you right now? Oh, right now. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Or um, like, or like, what's a self care practice? Well, you know, whatever. In different phases of your life and in different, you know, depending it on looks what you have different. going on, it'll yeah. be different, of course. Um, it, a previous me would have said um, massage and facial hands down, like that was my thing. I love to do it. I still do go to get a massage and a facial like every other month, but it's not relaxing anymore because I'm constantly feeling like someone's going to call me and interrupt or something's going to happen <sighs> yeah. or the kids because, you know, it's a whole like a, a process now it's not mm-hmm. as simple as just like oh, I think I'll go have a facial today it's like okay well my son's at school so he's accounted for my husband's at work so he doesn't need me but my daughter what am I going to do with her okay I need to send her either to my mom's office or to my in-laws and you know then you feel the guilt of asking for someone to yep. you know babysit yep. so you can go get a facial it sounds like so 
oh, must be nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's that guilt of doing you're preaching it. to the would, choir. Not that they would ever make me feel that way, of course not. But I, in my head, I had built it up in my head to thinking like doing those things is just, you know, a, a luxury that's yeah. that's not allowed right now. And I really, I don't get as much um, relaxation and joy out of it as I used to because that little feeling is like lingering in the back of my head. So I would say that now self-care is just on, there are certain days of the week where I don't have to be at work until a little bit later. And, you know, my husband's working, my son's at school and the baby is with my mom already from earlier on in the day. And I'm just in my house and all is quiet. There is no PBS kids blaring from the television (laughs) there is no like the dog is calm because there's no one else like running around and when it's just the two of us she's very chill and I could just you know read my book and eat my food and just be at peace that to me right now is my self-care because the other stuff that people think of sometimes of like you know the grooming type of self-care like oh getting my nails done getting my hair done getting this done that to me is not relaxing at all it's like a chore that I have to do yeah I do my job that I don't like, like, I hate having to go get my hair done. And I wouldn't do it nearly as often as I do. If it wasn't for the job that I did where I, you know, I have to, you know, keep on top of it and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not like fun or relaxing to me anymore. It's just kind of like, when can I squeeze this in? And right. how fast can I do it? Yeah. So to me, it's just that time. Again, the introvert in me is just when I am alone, and everything is quiet. And I'm reading a book and eating <laughs> eating is key. I mean yeah I mean that sounds glorious I mean yeah. I don't... sounds amazing to me well as an extrovert that still sounds amazing <laughs> I mean like self-care isn't necessarily always personality either right yeah, like no of course not. and I think that alone time is so such a hot commodity these days yeah. that <laughs> um super valuable whenever you have like mm-hmm. a moment like right now I feel like I'm alone in my closet with you two and it's just magic yeah so uh, now I have a question so all of your kids are sleeping right now right or no it's nine o'clock so I don't know yes. maybe different people yes. have different bedtimes my yes. son doesn't go to bed till nine he's one of those kids um, who just does not fall asleep any earlier so I don't I don't know some people so for me, even when I was working the mornings and, you know, I would try to put him to bed at like 7 p.m., that would not happen. So I would be up with him until nine o'clock at night oh. and then I would be dragging it the next day because I totally did not get enough sleep. So I'm always jealous of people who are like, oh, it's 630. The kids are in bed. Let me have my glass of wine. I'm <laughs> right. like, what is that like? Somebody tell me. But, does but he my sleep son was in the sleeping. morning. Yes. Yeah, so that's where, you know, okay. it, it pays off on the other end on the weekends it's great but during the week when you're trying to get him out of bed at seven in the morning like you have to go to school and I don't know how it is for for your kids at their school but at our school if you're not in through the if you don't make it through the car line by 805 they close the gate and you have to go through the office and to me going through the office even at 34 years old is like doing the walk of shame and I'm like embarrassed (laughs) every time I have to go through the office I'm like this is so embarrassing this shows that I do not have it together enough to get my kids to school (laughs) which is totally ridiculous but that is how I feel so it's chaos in the mornings for sure (laughs) I've done the walk of shame several times this year with my (laughs) twins because my kids school whatever long story short I I'm always like a hair either early or not early but like a hair before time or a hair after time Mm -hmm. so I sometimes have to walk into the office and I just good morning 
There they are. <laughs> well, to me, it's just like I have the baby in the car with me, so I have to get her out of the car seat. And yeah. Like, it's just such oh, a hassle. Yeah, no, I get it. Like, oh, like, why? But the beauty now Shoveled is like with the mask. the mask on, with the mask and the hat, and no one, like, it doesn't matter that I look like a disaster. So that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I take a picture of myself tomorrow morning so you can feel better about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> or, or of my car. Like, and see the outside and inside of my car, like the state. <laughs> Janice is laughing because she's seen it. Like, it's it's crazy what kids do to the car. Trust me, I have a yeah. baby who still drinks milk. And I, as much as I try not to give it to her in the car, inevitably she will start screaming and I'll be like, here, take it. Yeah. And then, you know, the milk all over the place. It's I mean, just... we can blame the kids for the inside, but the outside was all me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was just the pole was in my way. It was just in my way. <laughs> oh my god! In the parking garage, Oopsie. just got oh, way too close to the spot. It just jumped in front of you. <laughs> Where the heck did that come from? Oh man, that was that was a good that was a fun conversation with Danny. Um, and I refused to let like it was like maybe four years ago, and it's still like I have not repaired it. Because every Wait, you... <laughs> no, the damage to your not... car was four years ago. And it's... Yes, correct. Fact. Oh Fact. I will send you. A I picture. thought you were gonna say like you're still like holding on to the grudge of it or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Every time I see the pole, I'm like, been there, done that. But like, I, I refuse to fix it because every time Danny's like, we really need to get your door fixed. I'm like, the door works. I do not want to fix it. Because it is a daily reminder that I need to keep it together. And two, it's going to happen again. Like, please do not fix this car. <laughs> I am a mad woman driving. I've got three kids. I've now got a dog. Let me be. Everyone, it is self-explanatory when this, you see my this car. Is how, this is how I feel about my iPhone screen that I crack like every other week. I'm like, <laughs> why am I going to fix it? I'm just going to crack it again. And lo and behold, <laughs> I do. And today I got it fixed again. And I'm telling you, I'm just waiting the requisite two weeks. Well, just let it be, again. you know, like just accept, <laughs> accept your fate, accept who you are. And like, I don't know. My it. husband says like, it's time to get a new phone, Lauren. I'm like, so I could break that one too. <laughs> so I get it. I get the point of the car. You're right. You're right. No, you're really <laughs> like you're really gonna like the picture when you see what I've done to my my car. <laughs> and that's the side, by the way. That's the drop off side. Ah, so, so like, everyone when I drop it. off my kids, Easy. all the te- I'm telling you, these teachers, these teaching assistants, and maybe some of them listen to this. I don't even know. I, I am positive. They look at me and they're like, here she comes again. Like, <laughs> why didn't she fix that? This fool with the kids and the, oh, I once told them not to help Mila like take down her book bag. Uh-huh. Like the teacher was literally, like the assistant was literally reaching in to like grab the book bag. And I had just had a morning with her and I was like, uh, 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 please <laughs> let her carry her own stuff. And I always girl, do a quick look back to make sure it's not super messy before the teacher like reaches. The girl <laughs> has just looked at me like I was a crazy person, and like I think she was almost like borderline offended. And then that's when I knew, like, oh, you don't get it, but you will one day. You will, my friend. One day you're gonna have, uh, you know, Girl Scout troop in your minivan, okay, of children. 
And when your lazy child doesn't want to literally <laughs> pick up the lunchbox that is going to nourish their body that day, you're going to be like, uh-uh, no, stop right do there. Do it yourself. <laughs> do it yourself, kid. You are in second grade. Pick up your whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so between the minivan door that looks like it shouldn't open and then the child locks that don't allow my kids to open the doors and then my kids not getting their stuff i mean my morning I'm, you know what i'm gonna send you you want a video tomorrow morning you should record this you, of the experience or oh, that like a movie. i'm just remembering that tomorrow we have to start life again guys <laughs> back to reality every day anew every day every, Every day we wake Every up and day. it's like, we're going to do this again. This yeah. again? Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to do this again. Yeah, That's right here fun. was nice. <laughs> <laughs> My door. I got to take a picture of it. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm going to go to the garage right now and send it to you. Oh, guys. my God. Okay. Okay. So... No, no, no. No, I really am, but we should I know obviously... I want to see. Yeah, no. I even if you don't, yeah, I mean... you're going to get you're going to get spam. <laughs> you're going to get like or spam. Okay. Um thank you for joining us. My pleasure. This has been a fun way to spend my evening here at the station since there's no one no. here to talk to. Uh. <laughs> oh, well, call us anytime. Um, and um yeah, I hope you get to bed at a normal hour. Like, what do I say? <laughs> what time do you go to bed? I so I leave here at like, but we get off air at eleven thirty-five, and I'm running to my car by like eleven thirty-seven. Uh, I waste no time. I'm literally like whipping off my fake eyelashes as I run to my car, <laughs> and, and I have it down to a science. I have makeup wipes in the car, so I start taking off the makeup when I'm in the car, and I'm like driving, and at red light, I take it off, and then by the time I get home. I, I immediately, you know, run to the bathroom, take it, the rest of it off, brush teeth, take out contacts, put on glasses, and I'm done. Like, I have, I leave out my pajamas. Like, I'm like a little kid. I leave out yeah. my pajamas. <laughs> so they're waiting for me in the room when I walk in. And, and yeah, so I, I try to be in bed no later than, like, 12, 15, 12, 30. Like, seriously. Because otherwise... When that alarm clock goes off at six forty-five, it's it yeah. sounds like it sounds crazy now to think that like almost seven hours of sleep. It's like oh my gosh, I need that when I used to function on so little. But it's it's so life changing to be able to sleep that yeah. I will never go. I will never go back. So yeah. I need every minute that I can get. I'm still stuck on the schedule of yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Now it's not that bad. The morning schedule was, but this is this is easy. No, I mean it sounds doable. It just sounds like I would die. <laughs> it's just necessity myself... is the mother of invention. When you gotta do it, you just find a way yeah. to, to make it work and that's on. So like I, I still try and make time to like today on Tuesdays we go to, to I take my daughter to my gym class and on on Wednesdays my son has guitar and baseball and all kinds of things and we just, you know, we make it happen. That's where I am organized. My calendars and my to-do list are very organized. Thank you. Oh, we know that I'm not. We know that Denise is way more organized in that department than me. I I know. I have my color-coded calendars to to make sure everything is on track. Me too. (laughs) Denise, can I see it? Of course you can. And I have like I have like a like a physical calendar, and I have a and like my digital one too. 
all right, we're going to make, you and I are going to make an appointment <laughs> where you're going to show me this part of you because even though I am semi-organized, that part of me is hot mess express. <laughs> I would forget everything if I didn't write yeah, it down. Yeah, me too. Me and too. just the, like sometimes, and I'm sure other people do this too, but if I have something that I did, I even though I did it, I will put it on my to-do list and cross it off just for like yes. the satisfaction for of like, oh, well, yeah, did it. Yeah. Yes, no, got like, it done. Yes. <laughs> yes, I've done, okay, I've done that too. That's amazing. There's no so greater pleasure than crossing whole... something off a list. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, well, we can all cross this off our list. Here yes. Because we've had this scheduled for quite some time. So I again, know, it has felt like that. <laughs> Well, because I kept like checking my calendar, I was like, "When am I doing this again? When is this? Like, oh my gosh, it's so far away!" But you know, well, life it approached, crazy. and here it is, and there it was, and it was thank great. You. Yes. Thank you, thank you, honestly, thank, thank you. you for joining us. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you both so much. I'm oh. I'm returning the favor because you both have come through for me on TV. Uh-huh. So it's the least I could do. Well, if you want to call me again, I'm available. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to keep you keep it handy anytime I have, you know, parenting stories or bad driver I... stories. I know who to call. <laughs> <laughs> if you like us as much as we think we like each other, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts so you never miss an episode and don't forget to follow us on instagram at i think i like her podcast